Hey, Grace and Truth family. Hi, fam. We are back with another episode of season two. Uh-huh, episode two. So if you remember correctly, um, season, I mean, episode one of season two, we were just looking at forgiveness, right? Uh-huh. Forgiveness in the old covenant, forgiveness in the new covenant. And we're going to be still continuing on the topic of forgiveness today we're just going to be looking at some questions that are quite popular in our walks with the lord Mm -hmm. with regards to the to the topic of forgiveness yes yes yeah and the question that uh, we just want to briefly answer today is a question i think it's quite popular um of confession of our sins mm. in order to be forgiven of course it comes from first john chapter 1 and, and verse 9 where the bible says if we confess our sins he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness yeah and again um you know, I believe, you know, there's a lot of us who grew up um, with this verse in mind and, and our understanding of forgiveness, again, was that, you know, you must confess your sins before you can be forgiven. Mm. Um, and I think as a starting point, uh, you know, can you just share on your experience you know, growing up, you know, after you got saved, you know, um, you know, and, and I mean, in your journey with the Lord of what your understanding of this was. Yeah. So, I mean, I will say this, that shortly after I got saved, um, I was taught that you know, all of your sins are forgiven now, you know, because of Jesus and his work at the cross, all of your sins are forgiven, past, present, future. I do not remember the minister who said that, whether it was at our, at a local church or, you know, watching a TV, you know, sermon or something. I honestly don't know, but I really believe that and I received that. But now later on in my walk with the Lord, I'm hearing that, you know, you you need to confess before you can be forgiven. And and also the first part that we spoke about in episode one of, you know, I first need to forgive others before I'm forgiven. And, you know, the question I always had in my mind was, but this sounds con- contradictory. You mm. know, I, it, I, I never fully understood because... I really believed and look, I carried that message with me of all of my sins are forgiven. Yeah. But then now, you know, living as a Christian in this world, now I'm hearing different messages. So I was honestly quite confused. Um, but I did confess. I mean, that's what we did in church, right? I mean, if you were yeah. given, I mean, if the pastor says, okay, in this instance, I'm giving you a few minutes to release those, you know, you have offense against 
I'm not going to exclude myself. So I, I did willingly yeah. participate and confessed and, you know, forgiven those who I have an offense against and stuff. So, yeah, I, I would say I was kind of shaky in this. I wasn't sure because I felt like it's contradicting what I've been taught and what I actually believed. Yeah. Now, I mean, I'll, I'll say like a, a similar experience um, because at some point I was asking myself the question of uh, what is the requirement really for forgiveness? Because one scripture says, you know, I must uh, forgive before I'm forgiven, as we spoke about in the previous episode. But then here the scripture says, I must first uh, confess, you know, mm. before I'm forgiven, you know. So what exactly do I need to do, you know? <laughs> At the same time, when you got saved, or when I got saved, I was told, hey man, all your sins are forgiven. Yeah. I mean, when I got saved, it's not like um, I needed to confess all my sins, you know. Yeah. I didn't. I just received, you know, I just was told that, hey, look, you receive Christ, your sins are forgiven. Mm. Um, now I will say that, um, my walk with the Lord certainly was impacted by this because, um, you know, especially when, when, when on, on certain Sundays, you know, this was taught and so it would be in my heart, you know, for a couple of weeks, the, the whole thing about confessing. And I remember clearly that, you know, going, going, going to school and, and just, you know, being cognizant of um, my sins mm -hmm. so that I can confess them. You know, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I, I have a bad thought, you know, and I'm conscious that I just had a bad thought. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, please, please forgive me of this thought that I just had. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the crazy thing about this is, um, I mean, I was reading this in, in one of the books by Joseph Princess that it doesn't actually make you intimate with the Lord at all. Mm. In as much as, you know, I was taught that this is how you walk intimately with the Lord. It just made me more conscious of how bad I really am. Sure. And that doesn't draw me. It never drew me to the Lord. Sure. But, you know... It, it just made me want to just run away mm. because I see how bad I really am. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's why it's important that we share because, you know, the Lord has, um, has really set us free mm -hmm. and it's our heart's desire, you know, to share what he has put in our hearts. And, and again, you know, um, by the grace of the Lord, you know, we want to answer this question, you know, using scripture. Yes. Um, you know, the, the question of, of, of confessing. So, yeah, I mean, like we said, it, it comes from First John chapter 1 and verse 9. Um, and you know what? I think, the, 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 I think the, the first part of the answer really is that th this scripture was not actually written to believers. Yeah. Um, this wasn't written to believers. Um, when you read it in context, in verse number 8, so he writes and he says, if, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. I think briefly, it's important to understand that the, the, the book of First John, um, in context, when you read the background, you'll find that 
John, you know, there were certain people that infiltrated the church and essentially they were teaching nonsense. Mm. They, were, they were not believers and it's like they had infiltrated the church and this is who he's actually writing to. And he says in verse 8 of First John chapter 1, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now, speaking to, you know, believers and non-believers, I think especially believers, believers know that you, you hardly find believers claiming to be without sin. Yeah. We condemn ourselves, in fact, as be- we, we like claiming our sin. Yeah, we are the ones who are more conscious of our sins. Of our sins, yes. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then he comes to, to, to verse number nine. Now, if you actually go and read in the original, um, the Greek language, which is the language the New Testament was written in, you'll find that the word confess is the word homologio, which actually means to say the same thing. It's, it's to agree with God. Yeah. And what that means is th- this whole thing about if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Um, when you receive Christ, you know, the altar call is made and you receive Christ. You know, in some churches, you're called to go to the front and, you know, to say what we call the sinner's prayer and you receive Christ. You know what that is? That's what a confession is. When you receive Christ, you are implicitly agreeing with God that you are a sinner. Yeah. Because you would not be receiving Christ if you don't think you are a sinner. Mm. You are confessing your sin, but it's not a, a confession in the form of confessing each and everything that you have ever done oh. it, it it's just not practical yeah because what about the stuff you don't confess what about the stuff you don't confess that you exactly. don't remember that you don't even think it's a sin i mean think about it the bible says somewhere i think in romans anything that is not of faith is sin mm. i mean do you confess all of your worries Sure. All of your fears. Sure. Do you confess every time, you know, you are scared? Mm. Because you're not trusting the Lord, obviously, in that time. Mm. Mm. I must say, I don't know anyone who, who does that. Maybe there are people out there. Maybe. <laughs> Definitely not this family. <laughs> sure. But that, that's, that's the thing. But also, surely, you know, when we receive Christ, you know, the Bible says that he becomes our righteousness. Yeah. So as this verse talks about purify us from all unrighteousness, as a believer, there's no unrighteousness in you because all of your righteousness is in Christ. Amen. And not that, you know, we're taking credit and we're saying, yeah, you know, we're fine. We don't need Jesus. But no, like when you receive Jesus, the gift of righteousness, right? Romans 5 the gift of righteousness that we receive and so of course when you look into yourself you'll see nothing good yeah but christ is our righteousness and Mm. when god looks at us he doesn't see us in our unrighteousness you know from the flesh yeah he sees us as christ is and i mean even the bible says as jesus is so are we in this world right yeah yeah exactly i mean to add to that point uh i mean think about it 
the the way the way we grew up understanding the scripture is that it's like we're saying um you confess this sin and then the lord forgives you of this sin you confess this sin and then the lord forgives you of this sin mm. so why would the bible then say um you know if we confess our sins he purifies us from all unrighteousness i mean why not say you know if you confess your sin then god will forgive you of that specific sin that, that you, you confess yes sure yes um but you know what like, like we said you know the 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 basis for this really um is of, of answering this you know it's not so much that it's unrealistic and whatnot no we want to make it biblical yes and and the biblical thing really is that um you can look it up for yourself you know the word confess um it is it's not like we understand it you yeah. know it's 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 saying the same thing it's agreeing with god mm. um and 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 to to take it even a bit further um in in the very next chapter first john chapter 2 um in verse 1 and 2 he writes and he says my dear children so now he's writing to, to the believers to the right. believers yes and he says i write this to you so that you will not sin but if anybody does sin we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous one Amen. he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not only for ours but also for the sins of the whole world Amen. now why is john contradicting himself again mm. i mean if we say that you know believers must confess their sins as he says now why here is he saying uh if anybody does sin we have an advocate why is he not saying confess if you, sin, you must confess sure. yes why yeah. is he not saying that it, it then is contradicting himself mm. to to think these things are actually i mean first john 1 9 is the second to last verse of first john uh, chapter one mm. and the very next chapter then he actually writes this surely it's no coincidence yeah to to bring clarity that guys that portion of scripture there in verse 9 of chapter 1 is not for you believers mm. so um now now let me ask you a question when john says if anybody does sin we have an advocate what what exactly do you think he's saying you know what what must it what must you do what because he's do? not he's not exactly saying what we must do if mm. anybody does sin mm. he's not exactly telling us because we're always looking for an action yes sure i mean it says we have an advocate with with the father jesus christ and you know from what i understand when you do sin you shouldn't look to yourself you should look at jesus you should remember mm. his sacrifice right in verse 2 the atoning sacrifice for our yeah. sins remember the sacrifice of jesus remember that he took your sin that very sin you just committed yeah he took that on himself two thousand years at the cross and it's been dealt with like you are righteous in god's eyes Amen. because of jesus now it doesn't mean we say you know it doesn't matter and there's no consequence for you know my actions or on, on all of that yeah. but that guilt element that condemnation the only way to get rid of that is to look away from yourself and to look at jesus and place it on jesus 
you know, see your sin on Jesus, see yeah. the guilt and the condemnation on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Exactly. So it's not, it's, it's not physically, I know we're always looking for an action to take, but yeah. he's saying, just remember Jesus. Sure. Remember your sin. And, and you know what? The, that word, the advocate, I mean, it's also the same word that's actually used of, um, for the Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, Paraclete. And he, it, it, it's, I mean, it's a legal term. It is in a court of law. Your, your advocate is the one who is like your attorney. Mm. And, and your attorney is not there to, they're there to defend you. Yes. In fact, that's all they do. From whom? From, 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 from the prosecutor. The accuser. Yeah. From the accuser, mm. you know. And, and that's the thing that you must understand is that, you know, um, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ, God, they stand as your advocate. Yes. Your, your advocate is not there to say the bad things about you. Mm. No, they're there to defend you. Sure. The accuser is the one who comes to say nothing but the negative things about you. Mm. But, um, you know, thank God that we have Jesus Christ. Mm. And, and I think, you know, that, that right there is, is truly to, to help us understand. And I think, you know, to, to conclude this message, I think what's important to understand, which, um, you know, the Lord once brought to my heart to really help me understand is that what, what really is the basis? Because, you know, when we started, I was saying I was getting confused on, well, you know, what exactly is the requirement for forgiveness? Mm. Is it, okay, it means I must, I must confess my sins, I must forgive others, you know, and, and, and other things, and then I can be forgiven. It's just too much. Sure. But the Lord actually put to my heart to say, you know what? There's only one requirement for God to forgive you, and that is shedding of blood. Mm. In, in Hebrews 9, I think it's verse 22, it talks about how without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sins, mm. which is what First John chapter 2 here is talking about when it says, you know, he is the atoning sacrifice. There's no other requirement for forgiveness of sins but shedding of blood. Yes. You can look that up in the Old Testament. Mm. You know, um, the, the, the concluding, I think, um, scripture, which, I mean, we're not going to go to it, is, you know, for example, when you look at in the Old Testament, um, you ask yourself the question of David, you know, in, in I think Psalm 51, the Bible says, you know, he was praying to the Lord after he had, after the prophet Nathan uh, 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 confronted him because of his sin after, you know, sleeping with um, Bathsheba. Mm. And, you know, he starts confessing his sin, you know, and, and I address this because we, you know, we like, um, doing the same thing where well, we pray that prayer, you know, have mercy on me, O oh Lord, forgive me for my sins and things like that. But I want you to understand, like we said in the first episode, that David was a man under the covenant of law. Yes. That's the first thing. We we don't beg God for forgiveness. I mean, in that prayer, David says, Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. How can you pray that as a believer? Sure. Do you think God now can take away the Holy Spirit from sure. you? There's no ways. There is no ways. And, and the concluding thing I really want to say is that it's nothing but the blood of Jesus. Amen. Even David there in, in, in that confession, let me tell you something. God does not forgive him because of that confession. 
it's 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 in the old testament it's through you know the sin offering mm. um that you are actually forgiven mm. but you know what the bible says that in in hebrews when when they begin to interpret the old testament for us they say even though they brought the animal sacrifices for forgiveness of their sins it says these sacrifices were a reminder it says they were repeated year after year yes. but actually they were a reminder of their sins mm. and the reason why david for example you find him confessing is not that you know god forgives him because of his confession no it's not that it's that um even though he brings his sacrifice to god the guilt still remains sure. in his heart yeah and that's why he prays mm. because the guilt all the people that you find confessing their sins mm. you know wherever in the old testament the forgiveness they receive from god is not because of their confession no it's it's sacrifices mm. that's how the covenant work you can't receive forgiveness without shedding of blood yes. so why do they confess because the guilt still remains in their heart sure those sacrifices the bible says were a reminder because they could never take away sins mm. only when jesus came john the baptist sees him for the first time and he says look the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world amen is because they still had guilt in their heart mm. and that's why they were confessing their sins sure but um yeah i think we'll 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 leave it there for now um you know to 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 say that you know it, 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 it it's it's not a requirement to confess your sins in order to be forgiven yeah you you are forgiven because of the cross because of the cross of jesus christ amen thank you so much everyone for listening we hope that it greatly blessed you and we'll see you in the next episode bye